Welcome to Bee Gees and Me, I'm David Fedor. Lots of fun things lately. We're gonna play a little catch up with today's episode. I've been super busy these past couple weeks spending some time on other projects and I haven't been able to edit some of the podcasts that I have recorded and I'm sorry for that. I have some great conversations ready to go that I recorded that I want to make sure that I properly produce to give you the best possible listening experience. So I appreciate you guys sticking with me from episode to episode, even if I have to postpone a week from time to time. I'll get my rhythm back, I promise, but more on that later. Uh, Today's episode, though, is about catching up with what has been going on in the Bee Gees world, and there's been a lot. So first, let's talk about the DGs. What did you guys think of the DGs, the record store day album exclusively from the Foo Fighters? If you haven't seen it, go to my YouTube channel. I do an unboxing, the physical record. We'll take a look at the uh, cover and the actual album and things as well. Um, you got to check it out. BGs and me on Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry, BGs and me on YouTube. Um, The songs are on Spotify. If you want to take a listen to that as well, look up Foo Fighters. It's under their catalog, F-O-O-F-I-G-H-T-E-R-S, Foo Fighters. Uh, Lots of people were asking me why I didn't play the record on my video for my channel. I'm not about stealing music, kids. I I don't know how some channels get away with it of just uploading songs that aren't theirs and um, trying to steal things and, and get listens that way. I, I'm about creating my own stuff, so go to the official channels and support the artists that make the things. Um, that's where you could find it, guys and gals. Um, but this DG's record has gone gangbusters and become the hottest album of the record store day exclusives demand was insane all across the country and they were snatched up as soon as the doors were opened i've heard from a lot of fans who weren't able to get their hands on their copies because their local record store sold out Um, and of course some horrible humans are already flipping them on ebay for hundreds of dollars and that's gross. You should be ashamed of yourselves. But that only proves how huge that this project is. One of the most popular current bands in the country, the Foo Fighters, covering one of the most popular groups of all time, the Bee Gees. It was lightning in a bottle, baby. I love seeing that celebration, and I love hearing it. It's actually awesome. The Foo Fighters do an awesome job. They they adopted disco personas and reinvented themselves as the DGs for this record. Dave Grohl, if you don't know, is the lead singer and and the lead frontman of the Foo Fighters. He was he was one of the guitarists on No, I'm sorry, he was the drummer for Nirvana and uh went along to even bigger heights with the Foo Fighters. Um and and that's been a lot of fun. Um what I find it funny, though, when I think about the Foo Fighters and the Bee Gees, the, the, the two names that they could have, instead of going DGs for Dave Grohl, kind of like Barry Gibb, Bee Gees Brothers Gibb, um, they, they, they could have taken the Foo from the Foo Fighters and the G from the DGs, Bee Gees, and 
call themselves the Fugees. And when you hear Fugees, of course, music fans will remember the Fugees, the hip-hop band with Lauryn Hill, Wyclef Jean, and Praz Michel, or Praz Michel, Michel. Um, They had a huge hit with their cover, Killing Me Softly, in the 90s. And then individually, they sampled some Bee Gees hits. Wyclef had a fun remix of Stayin' Alive in his song, We Trying to Stay Alive. Um, And, of course, Bee Gees fans would know that Barry Gibb spoke out against that song. Um, He didn't like it. He was quoted as saying, and here's a quote, They didn't approach us about sampling our voices, and we heard the final thing and thought, well, it's fun, but we really don't like it. So Gibb said, uh, continued, quote, I have to say I do not like anyone sampling our voices, don't like it, don't approve of it. So he didn't like that one. But another member of the Fugees, and this is not the Foo Fighters, this is the Fugees, Praz, he sampled Islands in the Stream for his iconic song, Ghetto Superstar. And now he wrote that update with Wyclef, and must have went through the right channels this time because the PGs do appear to have liked this one. They um, they recorded their own version of Islands in the Stream, as you know, BG's fans listening to this right now, um, for their 2001 Greatest Hits compilation. And they actually used lyrics from Ghetto Superstar in the last verse of theirs. I remember when that came out and I heard that and I was like, oh my God, that's incredible. That's awesome because I remember loving Ghetto Superstar at the time too. Um, so obviously because that one was so popular and, and apparently they went through the right channels and got approval that this time that uh, the Bee Gees showed their blessing when they recorded their 2001 version of Islands in the Stream. So that... I thought, you know, with the Foo Fighters name and the Bee Gees name and the cover songs made me think of the Fugees, which led me to all this and um, remembering these huge iconic hits from uh, the late 90s, early 2000s and thinking they were great tributes. So you might be thinking to yourself now, what did Barry Gibb think of this latest tribute, the Foo Fighters as the Dee Gees? So on social media, Barry says, quote, I want to say how proud I am that the Foo Fighters gave us love and attention that was truly beyond the call of duty. I'm still overwhelmed that they would even think about doing this. To Dave, Taylor Hawkins, and the rest of you guys, thank you so much for such an incredible gift. I look forward to us getting together, end quote. So there you have it, Barry Gibb approved Barry Gibbs supported, and I like that little last part. I look forward to us getting together. Is that going to be for some kind of performance? Is that going to be for a concert? Is that going to be for some kind of video? I can't wait to see what the Foo Fighters and Barry Gibb have for us coming down the pike. That's going to be really cool. All right, next thing, next huge thing that we need to catch up on and talk about. The statues of the Bee Gees that were unveiled in the Isle of Man. It's their iconic look during the Stay Live video, this 
trio of them walking in line. Barry's got his jacket over his shoulder. They're all serious and cool. And that statue was unveiled to a very mixed reaction on the Isle of Man. Now, if you've seen these pictures, the sculptor is is good. I like how it's laid out. I like the design, except for the likeness on the faces, especially Barry's face. Morris and Robin were passable. They, they, he, the, you know, the artist might have got a few things wrong with the with the dimensions of their face, or maybe their teeth, or or things like that. But Barry's face was really off. Something happened with his mouth. His teeth got all messed up. His cheeks and eyes looked swollen, kind of like a battered Sylvester Stallone at the end of the Rocky movies. If you've seen Rocky. How take a bunch of punches to the face of a boxing match. Barry looks like he went 10 rounds with Rocky Balboa. His eyes were all swollen up. So there was a great outpouring of love and support from Bee Gees fans about this moment. Just loving the idea of there being a statue dedication. It's a great honor, especially in the Gibbs hometown. Very fitting tribute. Awesome. But there were still some fans that objected to the facial sculpt. And I'm kind of not proud to mention that I was one of those fans who spewed hatred onto the interwebs. I criticized the statue repeatedly from, you know, my own personal social media and the Bee Gees and Me social media pages, uh, going so far as to comparing Barry's resemblance to Richard Branson or, or that statue, that legendary blunder of a statue from I Love Lucy's uh, Lucille Ball that went viral a few years ago by how horrific that statue was. Um, Surprisingly, my criticism was actually acknowledged by the artist himself, the artist who sculpted these Bee Gees statues, replied to my tweet. And this was from my personal Twitter account, not even my Bee Gees and Me Twitter, he answered my critical tweet by saying, quote, I'm sure you've had unflattering photos taking, taken of yourself. And along with it, he posted a picture of the sculptor in better lighting. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I just got called out by the artist. And I'm, and I'm thinking, yeah, I've, of course, had bad pictures. And, and these pictures weren't great of the statue itself and i'm thinking okay well maybe maybe it was some bad overhead lighting the time of day cast weird shadows on on this but i i looked at the pictures again and it and it wasn't the lighting it was definitely sculpt then i looked at the picture that he shared in the quote-unquote better lighting and i realized that he showed and shared and replied to me a picture of a clay sculpture it's the clay sculpture that he did that was then used to turn into the bronze statue or whatever whatever statue, whatever uh, material that this statue was made of. And this statue looked tremendously better, like 10 times better. And I was, you know, like just conflicted because this didn't look at all like the final product. So I replied to him asking, is this the clay original? Because if so, it looks great. 
you know, something must have happened into the final stages of this statue being made. And he replied, surprisingly again, tweeted back saying, quote, thanks for replying. Yeah, that's the clay. And then he went on to say, when the promenade gets paved soon, we'll be temporarily removing the statues. I'll amend the teeth and tackle your points about other improvements definitely before they go back. And then he added a thumbs up. And I was like, what? Not only did this guy reply to a, to me, who was like kind of borderline obnoxious with my critiques of his work, but he answered by saying, yeah, I see it too. You're right. This this uh, this promenade, this place where we set this up, is gonna get paved, and and I'm gonna take that opportunity to fix the face. I was ecstatic, not only because a he could have tore into me and, and and told me off, and I would have deserved it, but he 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 took the criticism, he took the feedback, and recognized that yeah improvements could be made and there's an opportunity to do so and i'm gonna do it that was awesome i wrote back to him awesome honestly your clay sculpt on barry is stellar and robin and mo turned out great your tweaks will be the difference for barry i'll be visiting the isle of man and getting my picture with this statue it's a great dedication he writes back to me one final time saying quote very kind of you i'll make sure you're the first to see the amendments I appreciate all your comments. Thank you, Andy. And he put a little emoji of folded hands. So how freaking cool is that dude? His name is Andrew Edwards. He's the British sculptor. He's famous for his sculptures of the Beatles and the newest Princess Diana sculpture that was just unveiled by her sons, William and Harry. He's the same guy who did these Bee Gees one, and he owned up to the fact that they're less than ideal, and he's willing to fix them. He handled my criticism with grace and kindness when he didn't have to. And again, it's thrilling to think that these statues are going to be improved, that Barry's face will be improved. It's going to just make this honor to the Bee Gees even that much more better because it'll be a good-looking face, a good-looking Barry. Barry's a good-looking dude. He should be represented well. And he should, and it's going to be, if it's at all close to what this clay, this clay sculpt looked like, and you could see it, I posted it on a BGs and Me Twitter and Instagram at BGs and Me. It's going to be the world's best BG statue, and what it deserves to be to honor the Gibbs for a long, long time. And I know I'm going to go there and get my picture taken with them someday. So. I doubt you're listening, but if you are Andy Edwards, thank you for dealing with my obnoxious tweets the way you did. You are an artist and a gentleman. Everyone needs to give this guy a follow on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at the Crow Nation. Tell him David Fedor from BGs and Me sent you and that you love him for fixing Barry. Let's give this guy some love. Um, next item on our catch-up episode, looking for love, looking for positivity. I was in my place looking for love and looking for positivity. Ironically, I know 
I just told a story about how I was kind of being on the negative end of that. But I was in a funk. I was, I was, you know, in a funk for a couple days, feeling really low. And this was, you know, right after the 4th of July weekend, my family, I took my family, my, my two young boys, my wife and I went to uh, a couple different beaches on the uh, 4th of July weekend and had a great time. And I, I know this about myself when there's a, a, a big up, when there's a big something fun um, usually, you know, I bottom out afterwards, uh, and, and I kind of feel low because it's, you know, the fun is over. Um, so we took these two little road trips on one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And, um, Monday I was left with a Monday blues and, and I reached out to Twitter for a pick me up. I needed a mood boost. And, uh, again, I realized that, this was this was around the same time where I was feeling crabby about the BG statue, so that might have been why. But I, I said, quote, I tweeted, crummy mood today. What's the happiest BG song you could recommend for me to boost my spirits? So I was curious to see what specific songs of the Gibbs that exist out there that were happy. And the, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that there were lots of love songs that they have. They have lots of romantic songs, lots of songs about lust or longing. But I wanted, no, I needed happy songs at that moment to shake me out of my funk. And um, Bee Gees fans, listeners of the show, you came through, man. You answered and tweeted back to me a list of songs that Ian's recommended to lift my spirits. One of them was Spirits Haven't Flown, which is a nice, happy, fun, joyful song. Here's a couple of the other ones. Subway, great tune. Shine, Shine. That might be one of my favorite happiest songs off of Barry's now Voyager solo album in the 1980s. Shine, Shine. That beat is infectious and great and happy. Uh, happy Ever After, Give Your Best off of Odessa, Home Truth Song, B- another Barry Solo album song. This is off of his In The Now album. And Home Truth Song definitely gets me fired up. That is a motivational song about him singing about standing with his hand in the fire, feeling forever young. Oh, that's That's a good one. Here's another one which was interesting and, and kind of uh, um, something something to make you think. Red chair fade away. And then and the person who tweeted this at me said, imagine your blues disappearing with a chorus. So instead of a red chair, it's your blue blues fading away. That was fun. You should be dancing. A couple of people um, suggested you should be dancing. And somebody else, somebody else recommended... How can you mend a broke? How can you mend a broken heart? And you should be dancing. And somebody tweeted that. Um, how can you mend a broken heart? It's definitely not a cheerful song. You're right, it's not. But it's about mending a broken heart. And while my heart wasn't broken at the time, it was definitely feeling a little blue. So, um, thank you, thank you for that suggestion. Somebody else said that Moe's playful spirit on his songs laid on me, and suddenly, oftentimes, cheered them up. Let there be love. Living together, 
That's a good one. That's a good pump-up one. I think that's on the same album as Subway, right? That's both off of Spirits. It's fun, some disco disco hits. Jive Talking. And then uh, lastly here on this list that I have pulled, Fallen Angel. Drive and beat at the end of uh, Sizes and Everything. Robin screaming, powerful song. Fallen Angel is definitely, definitely a fun song. So I'm happy to say that I made this playlist with all these wonderful suggestions and I listened to it on on a shuffle a few times over the couple days of that week and it helped me get into the right mindset and had my spirits lifted. So thank you, Bee Gees fans, for helping me and hopefully maybe you could listen to these songs if you need to pick me up. So, all right, we have uh, one more story to talk about one more story today uh but before we get to that i have a couple quick hits before our last story so um in the past couple weeks it was announced the hbo documentary of the bgs how can you mend a broken heart received six emmy nominations including outstanding documentary special so congratulations to the team that put that documentary together. Everybody who worked on that had a hand in making that. Hopefully it will lead some to some Emmy wins this September. We're all going to be watching and rooting for the documentary categories. How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? HBO documentary. Good job. Um, also, within the past week or two, I launched my online t-shirt store, BGsTees.com. It's a shop of original designs made by me and inspired by the music of the Brothers Gibb. So it's not like one of those rip-off shirts that you see all over the place where they uh, photo, they take a photo of Barry holding a shirt or happy anniversary, this or that. Um, I don't know how some companies can just do that. They could just reproduce album covers like they just put the main course album on or they'll take the tour photo of uh, the, the spirits design and print them into shirts. That's, you know, it's wrong. It's illegal. I, I, I don't support that. Uh, my shirts don't step on anyone's copyright. So um, they're original designs made to honor and made by love of the Bee Gees. So um, there's some fun designs, I think, on them. I've got some great feedback so far, so let me know what you think. Um, I've uh, one's inspired uh, by Omega Man, Massachusetts. Uh, I have one that I, I dig. It's the uh, Braff Racing Team. It's got a racing car with the checkered flag for Harry Braff, the song. Uh, so they're all soft print designs on super comfortable shirts, and they ship all over the world. Let me know what you think about them, and let me know what you want to see on BGsTees.com. That's B-E-E-G-E-E-S-T-E-E-S.com, BGsTees.com. Um, last final note before we get to our last story. I was a guest on another BGs podcast, Gibology. It's hosted by BGs fan Sarah Stacy. You could find it on Spotify or on Twitter at, at @bgspod. Our episode was so fun. We talked about the movie Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. We were joined by two Beatles fans as well, so we had perspectives from all over the place about this notorious movie. Uh, the episode is live right now, so go check it out. Find out what we thought. Is it the worst movie 
as is it the worst movie ever? As some people say, uh, you'll have to listen to find out. That's Gibology. You could find it on Spotify. All right. So one last story, and probably the most fun BG's thing that personally happened to me over the past couple weeks. I mentioned on the previous episode of BG's and Me that I got a BG's tattoo. Uh, I shared pictures of the Bee Gees Spirits Having Flown tour logo. Well, the official Facebook account of the Bee Gees shared my post and gave me a shout out. Can you believe that? You don't believe, you can't imagine how mind blowing it is to see my face <laughs> on the Bee Gees Facebook page. I saw it late that night because a friend tagged me in the comments section and I was like, huh, okay, I don't get it. What's this comment mean? I don't understand. What's this about? And I scrolled up and I was like, holy shit, the Bee Gees just shared my Bee Gees and me post on Facebook. You scroll down your timeline and you scroll down and you can see on July 10th, my leg and the wonderful spirits having flown tattoo that was done by my friend Michaela Cotman Smith. And it's there for, for the Bee Gees fans, all the people, 4.6 million people uh, on the Bee Gees fans, you know, could scroll by and see this as of right now, it has 5.6 thousand reactions, like either thumbs ups or likes or whatever, over 200 comments and over 80 shares. It was incredible, the, the people showing so much love and, um, and, and just reacting to, to, my, to, my, to my tattoo. I would never have expected that. I was blown away. I love it. Thank you so much, BG's team. Um, and they said on the post itself, their, their, their post was said, quote, commitment, exclamation point. A beautiful tribute to the BGs will forever live on David Fedor. And they put a little stars, which was cool. And and three little stars that kind of look like three little Steelers stars, which is cool because I'm from Pittsburgh. So that was neat too. Um, what what was also interesting was um, they they used my name. They said it will live forever on David Fedor. I didn't. I shared it from my Bee Gees and Me account, which didn't really have my name in there. So some intern at the social media team of Capitol Records had to do a dig and kind of find out what my name was so that they could put it in the post, which I totally appreciate and totally love. I wish they also would have tagged the, the t my tattoo artist friend, uh, Michaela, on there as well. But she was thrilled. She screenshotted it and shared it to her friends. She was like, look, the BG shared my tattoo. And she was super excited too. So that was awesome. Um, and... Like I mentioned before, this was Jaloon, uh, Jaloon, July 10th, which was right in that week where I was feeling funky, that post-4th of July holiday funk, asking for a positive mood boost. So all these Bee Gees songs I was listening to, and then this Bee Gees post lifted my spirits so much. So I put it out there in the universe that I was feeling low and the universe came back with the positivity that I needed. And it's been a pretty busy week and a half, two weeks since then with record store day and all this other fun and all this other positivity. So let's just you and I 
Bee Gees fan, fellow Bee Gees fan, let's ride this wave of fun and positivity together, okay? Let's keep it rolling along and keep each other happy as best we can. Because that's what it's about. It's about, that's what Bee Gees and Me is about. It's about love and support and, and sharing the love of the Bee Gees and their music. So there you go. That's been my catch-up episode. That's been my couple weeks. Um, again, I appreciate you listening to these stories. We'll get back to the regular episodes with guests and all that stuff and, and themes um, in two weeks when our next episode comes out. And as always, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Me. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel for great videos like the DG's unboxing. I love chatting with you on the comments there and seeing all the uh, support over there as well. Um, you can find everything and more at bgsandme.com and of course the new t-shirts at bgstees.com. And please subscribe here where you listen to this podcast and rate it five stars. It helps keep this podcast alive and keep this podcast in the feed so um that support is greatly appreciated thank you so much for listening to this episode my name is david fedor and this has been bg's and me and many more